Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right, 
Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. It has been long overdue to expose the truth that the Democrats and Republicans are sucking the life out of America's liberty and usurping our rights at every turn. Now is the time to seize our civil liberties and take back our individual rights. Here on Southern Liberty, we will expose it all. With his musket on his back, the Declaration of Independence in one hand, and the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Roderick Threets. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, good evening and welcome to the Social Lounge here on Southern Liberty with my lovely co-host, Miss Valerie Zinn. Sanctuary, I, I tell you, too many, too many people in this world. Well, let, 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 me, let, me, let me pull that back uh, before I even start going in like that. Most of us have been in our own little bubbles most of our lives, especially if you were uh, politically unaware, right? Socially unaware, right? Because we're, we're, we're giving the, the inherent truths of life, right? Male is male, female is female, right? Um, you know, only women can have babies. Men inseminate women to have babies. Um, you know, cash, money is what you use to trade for services and goods, right? Um, and, and all those little things that we're, we're, we're given from and taught from a young child to an adult, how we conduct life. And we concentrate on those things and make sure those ducks are always in a row every single day. Whether it's waking up, getting a shower, hopping in your hoopty, driving to work, Given you know that you know that saying, um, you gotta uh, the you gotta give the man an honest day's work, right? So you do that on your way home from the store. You pick up pick up groceries to go to, to go use for dinner, right? You feed your kids all that, and you do that every day. You make sure that cycle is never broken, right? You do what you can to make sure that cycle is never broken, no matter what it is, right? That's that the, the inherent code of survival that is implanted into us, right? And those norms, that that comfort zone, right, is our is our sanctuary, right. And as you get older, and and politics starts affecting your sanctuary, right. Some people just choose to ignore it, which some of them are better off. Some people absorb it and say, hey, this particular thing is affecting my sanctuary. It's affecting my peace. It's affecting my tranquility. And then at that point. We start becoming politically aware and getting out of that sanctuary, right? A lot of people um, call it the safe space, right? 
You get out of your safe space to attack what is attacking your safe space. All the while, the people that are attacking your safe space are running to their safe space because they don't want to face you for affecting their their safe space. And every time they step out of their safe space, what happens? They get knives in the back. They get the evil stares, the bows and arrows shooting past, you know, past their head. You know, the, the, the shot across the bow kind of bit, right? With keen, keen remarks, even up to physical harm, because you affected people's safe space. You affected their sanctuary. With your BS. And as we've seen the last six years, seven years, the the, the, the volatility increasing towards in each other's safe spaces. To a point where there are there are really no more individual safe spaces. There's a safe there's a there, there's a sanctuary on the right, there's a sanctuary on the left, and there's a sanctuary on the downwing. But it always seems that the, the left is always attacking the right wing sanctuary with unnecessary nonsense. When the people in the right sanctuary is like, just leave us the hell alone. Let us do what we do. It ain't bothering you. But they keep Poking, trying to poke that bubble of that sanctuary, and, and trying to uh, infect their their what the right would call their kind of utopia in a way, right? Their way of life, right? Their conservative way of life. You get people trying to poke that bubble, and eventually the folks on the right are going to come out full force, like they have been. Hmm. Because they've been constantly attacked. That bear has been poked. And they've even poked holes. In that bubble. Here we are. Here we are. Full-fledged ideological civil war. Between two factions, one wanting to be left alone, the other one wants to use the arm and the gun of the government to bust the other team's bubble. This is where we are. Conservatives, my conservative friends, y'all have heard me say this a million times. You got to get out of your safe space now. You have to get out of your safe space and face these, the, these, these people, these ideologues, these, these, these pundits face to face. Because keep in mind, conservatives, there's pundits on the right that are also your enemy that are trying to poke that space for the left. Don't let them, don't let them affect your sanity and safe space because. You think they're on your team. There's a lot of saboteurs. Right? The wolf in sheep's wool. Right? 
y'all know the story about the Malcolm X, the, the infamous Malcolm X. Uh, speech. Y'all know it. See, Malcolm was talking about when he was talking about conservatives in that particular moment. He was talking about those fake ones. Because if you listen to the whole complete speech, you'll understand who he is talking about. But the only ethnicity he identified was white. And he said the white liberal. But he didn't say the white conservatives. Keep this in mind. I challenge you to go back and listen to that with the context I just gave you. And you will see the brighter and open picture. You can't let these people, you can't these let these wolves and, and sheep's wool affect your sanctuary or your safe space. Or they will help the other team destroy it. Destroy what you have. Miss Val, what you got for us? Mr. Rod, I, I, you know, I, I was just thinking while you were talking, the greatest poker player in the casino by far is Joe Biden. He has poked every single bear possible. There has to be something weird going on. And that, to me, is the biggest attack on our personal sanctuary, not only individually, because, you know, I always speak about the individual, but our whole culture, our whole society, our whole country. You know, I think back to um, when we were all kids. I mean, I would think most of us felt pretty safe, except for maybe uh, the, the rotten kids on the block or the bullies in the school or you know, you, your parents told you, don't get in the car with a stranger. That was sort of the extent of how you got out of your safe space. And we also grew up learning about communism. We actually learned that this country was good, that we were safe here, and that there were other more dangerous countries out there. And that was actually a good learning experience because it because it, it set us up for understanding the possibility of danger, the understanding that we could be attacked or taken over or lose our ability to function. I guess we all thought that would never really happen. And I don't know about you, but I secretly always made plans and said, hmm, where would I go? Costa Rica, Switzerland, uh, uh, what kind, you know, hey, what Ronald Reagan said, we're the last place on earth. Where are we going to go for a safe space at this point in time? Yeah. 
I mean, hell, we're, we're, we're probably better off with the, uh, the, the former Sandinistas and the gorillas down, down in Nicaragua. You know what I mean? I mean, it seems to be safer yeah. down there than it is here because all of them are coming up here. They're coming here. <laughs> oh, God. They're emptying their prisons. And we, and we should go there because they'll, yeah, they'll be rid of all their prisoners. That will be the safe space. Well, it's just, you know, it's not really uh, so much a physical thing anymore. You know, I think we understand that we're in um, definitely a digital and information war at this point because the propaganda alone is taking us out of even imagining a safe space. We're so gaslit. We're so affected by everything we hear. Of course, some of us step back and say, okay, more BS, more BS, more BS. Let, let me take out the big platter. But you know what? It still has a mental effect on us because deep down we say, uh-oh, what if that's true? What if, what if? You know, there's always that what if that takes away our freedom to feel Safe. See, sanctuary, it used to be in the church. You, you always had sanctuary if you were in the church. Look at what's happening now in the temples and the churches. People are getting yep. shot up. Yep. I mean, you know, and, oh, but you're not allowed to bring a gun. I mean, this is all conflicting messages about sanctuary. You know, it's funny. When I was younger, I thought, well, not so much younger, but as I, I became, you know, involved in the yoga studio and um, to me, a safe space was like going to a spa, you know, Miraville, Canyon Ranch in Tucson, you know, getting a massage, being with like-minded people, eating healthy food, you know, that was sanctuary. <laughs> now it's like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I don't feel safe in a, in a grocery store or a nail salon anymore. I, I actually sit there and think, oh, my God, somebody could walk in here right now and be a lunatic with a gun. I never felt that way. And I feel like part of not having that personal sanctuary space is especially for women Losing our independence. It stinks. It's horrible. It's, it's just, you know, I'm so frustrated with feel. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Feeling like, um, Bruce, I'll wait for you to be home to go shopping because I don't want to be alone in the parking lot or the stores with the walls dropping down, which has happened to me many times when I was in Boca. It just became uh, more and more of of a situation every day when you'd say, hmm, should I really go out to the grocery store alone? Are you kidding me? I did everything alone. Yep. I was very independent. That's been robbed. It's been robbed by not having the safety in our country. Defund the police? Um, no. Who, who really wants that? Like next to nobody, but these small militant groups that are setting us up, they're taking, taking away our sanctuary. Yeah, that's exactly you right. Know? It, yeah. It, it, and the thing is, is see, and here, here's the here's the thing too. When, you, when we're talking about the police, right? And I don't want obviously I don't want to get into a deep discussion about it because everybody knows how I feel no, about no. defunding the police and I have a different opinion about defunding the police than everybody else does. But we have to understand, right? Our police come from our communities, right? So right. if you live in a in, in a town or a county that is conservative, your police are going to be conservative minded. They're not, they're not going to be the ones pulling the lever to pull Terry stops on people, right? They're not going to be doing it. They're just going to let people do what they do until you do something egregious, then they're coming for you. But we have cities like Portland that their police automatically, nine times out of ten, are left-leaning. They are maybe, they, they may be Antifa sympathizers, yeah. but want to use their power to get them under control. Right. People have to understand your demographics. Right. And things like that determine what your sanctuary is. Right. And the police, if you live in, in, in a city you know, within a municipal corporation. Right. Those police will have orders to patrol a certain way. Now, I go back to Portland. You use Portland as an example. Right. They, they're shouting out their defund the police, but the police is on their team. The police mm-hmm. is on their team, but you want to defund the police that is letting you cause chaos and destruction. But you want to defund the police. Hmm? Same thing with Minneapolis. Yeah. Same thing with Albuquerque when all that broke up. The, the police in these cities, they're already on these people team. But, oh, we got to defund the police. Now, how they let them get by with murder literally on the daily. Look at look, look at Chicago. What what's the conviction rate for homicides? 24, 25%? Huh? I mean let's keep it real. These police aren't on their side. They don't they yeah. don't care about law and order. They care about right? Lawlessness and chaos. That's how they profit. 
Hmm. Well, they're just doing, I guess they're doing what they're told. And they're, yeah. You know, there's got to be a consciousness about this. I mean, I can't believe that people that have been law officers for 20 or 30 years, or lawyers, or doctors, we can get into the whole uh, shebang of this. How is it that people are operating only because there's a gun to their heads and they're being told, the, the news media, this is what you can say, this is what you can't say, hands down, don't do anything, let them out of prison, the lawyers, uh, the doctors, keep telling them to get the jab, the jab, you got to do it. How, how many of these people are walking around with their heads down knowing that they're not morally doing the right thing for the people they're supposed to be representing? Do they sleep at night? I'm just asking. They, they I, I don't. could not. Yeah. They don't because here's the thing, right? The, the, especially when we're talking about the leftist bubble, right? And, and, yeah. and their, their sanctuary. Their sanctuary is ironclad protected. Going back to the whole police thing, right? Yeah. And using the police state to maintain their sanctuary. Right? Let's take what happened at Martha, Martha's Vineyard. Oh, no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Nope, nope, nope. We got to call the police state. We got to call them. They're, they're invading our sanctuary. Hmm? And how long did that take? 48 hours? Gone. That, right, right. And, and this is what they do in, the, in these left-leaning cities, right? And they sit here and they, vert, they stand on their moral grandstands and they say, oh, black lives matter and uh, uh, black men are getting shot at a higher, higher rate, right? But they're getting shot at a higher rate in your sanctuary cities. See what Hello. I did there, right? See what I did there, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're, well, the left you, you is know, creating this. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. The, the, the interesting thing about Martha's Vineyard for me, because I had a home there for 13 years. I spent a lot of time there. I loved it. I was a liberal then. I, I didn't even have any clue that everybody was sort of like-minded politically. But I just want to say, and this is something a lot of people don't know, that there are three towns on Martha's Vineyard. And one town in the middle of the island is called Oak Bluff, and it's Black Elite. Hang on to that for a moment. Mm -hmm. It's all black. And they are upper class, upper crust, not all of them, but most of them that own homes. Um, and there was a time where they would call the beach there Ink Beach. And the white people never went to that town or that beach. Right. But, yeah, but there, there really is um, a population of now when I step back and I remember those days of um, friendship and warmth and just such a good feeling of community. It really was a very positive place for me. And I think that that's what saddens me so much that this whole drive, and I don't want to call it, a, I don't want to call it a drive. We've all been driven to this point of insanity where Governor DeSantis, I think, I love what he did. I mean, I think he needed to bring into the light 
what these people were doing. If it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. This is something that the stupid normies had to see. They had to see it, boom, right in the third eye. And I always said that. You, you, some people will not see something until it hits them right in the head with a big ball. And I think this was really good. This was a good thing that they had to, the, the people that live there and the people in the media had to see what this brought about. Now, I saw Al Sharpton yesterday. This was hilarious. <laughs> sitting there going, yeah, it was, it was actually a joke. Al Sharpton. Well, this was a racist maneuver because all those white governors were attacking the black mayors. I'm like, oh, you know what? If you're going to look for dirt in someone, you'll find it, right? Just blame and find a way. Just find a way, Sharpton. Give me a break. You know, the idiots have come out to shine. That's all I can say. Their shoes are shined. Yeah, right what before part election. Of this, <laughs> what part of this don't, pe- doesn't, don't people see? They can't see anything if their head is still in the sand. And even Martha's Vineyard has lots of sand. <laughs> even, even with this incident at Martha's Vineyard, right? Even with that incident, people are still like, they, they, they pull their head out and they see the headline, oh, look what this racist governor did. And it's like, right. oh, God. Race, those racist Republicans. Uh, oh, my God. I'm going back to my sanctuary. Not understanding what has happened before because they're not paying attention because, right, watch how I wordplay this. Because their master is in the Oval mm-hmm. Office. So they don't have to pay mm-hmm. attention. Master got it under control, right? Master got it under control, y'all. Hey, we, he, well, I'm going to go ahead and put my head back in the sand. But I'll poke my head up when they say racist Republican. Oh, Oh, I knew they were already mm-hmm. racist. Or or it's the it's other way around, listening. right? Oh, I already know they're racist. I'm not even going to pull my head out of the sand. Right? Yeah. They act like ant lions. There you go. They act like ant lions. They only, came out, they only come up when there's something to feed on. And you give, them, right. you give them racist and GOP, they poke up out of that little hole. Like, hey, they what's up? It. How you doing? Oh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I ain't got to worry about nothing else. For this. <laughs> I know it's just it's it's amazing to me that the safe haven or sanctuary for the Marxist communist liberal mindset is to not see something. Mm-hmm. That's their safe space. Yeah. Uh, don't tell me I don't want to hear it. Don't 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 M- talk about it. Meanwhile, they are doing yeah. it by default. They're they doing are. It. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, recently one of the things I've run into, I think more and more people are letting you talk now. It's something in the air that's happening that they're saying, all right, what, what, why do you feel that way? Now I want to know. I'm hearing that more. So I think that's positive. Maybe, maybe I'm unrealistic. I do live in a very conservative part of Florida. That's why I moved here. 
because I couldn't take it anymore. I mean, I, I just was like, if I have to live in the midst of this insanity, I'm going to get way, way too effect. I needed to find a safe space. So you, you know where I am, and I'm, I created my own sanctuary, which I think we all need to do. I mean, if, if we're not going to survive if we don't put the oxygen on ourselves first. Right. And exactly right. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's a part of this. It's, uh, it's big. It's big. Yeah, I, 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 never, I never thought this ideological civil war would would actually come to this point. I figured like when it first started, right? Because I, I start I started seeing this thing waning about I want to say two thousand three, two thousand four. Like, and because at, at this point I, I was overseas at this point, and watching right. this happen, and then I'm sitting here like, why why are people bickering over policies they used to agree with? You know, together, right. right? And it's like, why are we doing this? And we we started seeing the split in foreign policy. We started seeing the split with the uh, uh, um, the the uh, uh, with the border. We started seeing a split, right? And then Euromaidan happened in Ukraine. Euromaidan happened. And I've talked about Euromaidan on here quite a few times. Um, But that was America's test run on how they could manipulate a mass of people and install people using, right, using ethnophobic methods to do it. If you look at the whole thing, right, from from, from Yanukovych to Poroshenko to... um, uh, uh, to Zelensky, and then the attacks on Lukashenko and, and, and Putin, right? Dur- during and a little bit after Euromaidan, it's the same thing they did in the United States to us with Trump. Exact same thing they did to them to Poroshenko and Yanukovych is the same thing they did to Trump. Exactly the same tactic, and they they perfected yeah, it in it Ukraine. Never it never changes. But I was thinking 2003. I'm thinking it was right after 9/11. Yep. You know, I remember I was in New York <clears throat> and those damn Islamic terrorists. I mean, we all got totally gaslit by that. And I think for me, right after that, that's when things started, you know, changing geographically, yep. racially, right? It yep. just became... Oh, and that, now the airlines, you've got to get on these lines, or you've got to dump out your pocketbook, and you've got to get everything checked, and you can't... You know, that's when <clears throat> the Marxists really took control of us. Now, I won't ever directly accuse any one person of 9-11, but I really believe it was the beginning of a Marxist plot to control us. And it, there may have been other events that led up to it. Certainly Clinton was no angel. He was already mixed up with uh, the island in the Bahamas and all the sex trafficking and all the illegal drugs coming in. He was a big proponent mm-hmm. of all of that, you know, bringing it all to light, you know, numbing us by having an affair in the White House. We were all sitting there laughing. Yep. Why would we be laughing? I remember laughing. I thought, 
well, cut, you know, yeah. I, I'm young. I don't think this is, well, but that was mind training for everybody. Get used to it. Here it comes. You know? But we're just we're just having to deal with this now and uh, at the end of the day, um, I don't see anything other than certainly us taking charge of ourselves. And we've talked about the guardian angels in New York. Mm-hmm. I think we need to round up guardian angels now in every neighborhood. We yeah. have to have our own, you know, people like <clears throat> walking around, keeping an eye out, certainly as it gets more and more dangerous. We've got to take this into our own hands. Or yeah. it won't even be sanctuary on the block anymore, you know? Yeah, that, 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 I mean, and that, that's exactly it. I mean, we, we literally, like, we got to go to break here real quick because Roxanne flipped the light on, mm-hmm. on me here. Um we, we we are literally fighting a hundred and almost twenty years, or, or easily we could easily say a hundred years of indoctrination, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we and we we have to make sure we lay the blame, particularly where 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 it starts, right? We we you know what I mean? We have to we have to look at. Theodore Roosevelt and what he started. Yeah. Right. We have to look mm-hmm. at the father of progressivism in the United States, uh, uh, Theodore Roosevelt, that set these things into motion. Right. Because people keep in mind, he, he was a proponent of the uh, of a tax on earned income when he was president. He was a proponent of that. Right. He, he was also a proponent of taking lands from the state they could not maintain a.k.a. The, the, everybody says that Theodore Roosevelt gave us na- uh, a national forest and, and all that. No, that wasn't. That was a land grab. That was a land grab. Right. We, we have to start there. And then we look to Taft. Right. That that instituted and pushed the 16th and 17th Amendment. And then Woodrow Wilson exploited the 16th and the 17th and the education system to infuse, mm-hmm. right, Marxism into our education. We have to reverse that foundation and understand that foundation before we even start trying to unravel things down here. Because we have to understand True. what they have woven into our our society, into our. I mean, they did it through education. They did it through of education, course. right? So we now we have one particular mindset to 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 look at the state as the arbiter of truth. When we know over the years, they are not. The arbiters of truth. We know they perpetuate lies and prey on us to keep our heads in the sand while they continue to do the evil things they do for profit. Exactly. That's where we got that. That's people have to really think about that. We got to go to break now. But y'all know what to do. CWC, cheese, wine, and crackers. And when we come back, we'll talk more about this sanctuary. And how we get our sanctuaries back, because, you know, we do that solution thing over here, right? 
So how do we get our mm-hmm. sanctuary back? Y'all sit back and think about that as we as you enjoy your cheese, wine, and crackers during this break. We'll be back on Southern Liberty here in six. And this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks ending lower and bond yields spiking as investors await a key decision on interest rates from the Federal Reserve. Investors are looking to see how far the central bank will raise interest rates at the conclusion of its monetary policy meeting Wednesday afternoon. The Dow rising 313 points, the Nasdaq up 110, S&P 500 up 44. And shares of Beyond Meat falling 6% and hitting an all-time intraday low just days after the arrest of its chief operating officer, Doug Ramsey, who has since been suspended from the plant-based meat company. Ramsey was arrested in Arkansas over the weekend after a physical altercation. And shares of Stitch Fix are falling in the extended session after the online personal shopping and styling service reported that fourth quarter revenue fell 16% and the number of active clients declined from a year ago due to economic challenges. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. I'm getting complaints that someone on the team smells really bad every day. How do I address that? Talk to Bambi. So one of our employees just reported sexual harassment, and I don't even have a policy on how to deal with this. What do I do? Talk to Bambi. One of our people never shows up when they're supposed to. What are my options? Talk to Bambi. With Bambi, get access to your own dedicated HR manager starting at just $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. HR managers can easily cost eighty grand a year, but Bambi starts at $99 per month. Start your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Visit Bambi.com and type Fox Business under Smart Speaker when you sign up. Spelled Bam, B-E-E dot com. Fox Business Smart Speaker. The biggest COVID fraud scheme yet. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. As what federal authorities are saying after they say at least 47 people in Minnesota stole a quarter billion dollars in COVID relief money. U.S. Attorney Andrew Luger said money went not to meals and kids, but mainly to the accused to buy houses in Minnesota, resort property and and real estate in Kenya and Turkey, luxury cars, commercial property, jewelry, and much more. Six group indictments cover fraud, money laundering, bribery, and more. FBI special agent in charge in Minneapolis, Michael Paul, called it a blatant display of greed. Some of the accused are in custody. The IRS and postal inspectors are involved, indicating more indictments may come. Fox's Colonel Scott. President Biden in New York City this evening, where earlier he attended a private fundraiser for the Democratic National Committee. He's set to address the United Nations tomorrow. Hurricane Fiona blasted the Turks and Caicos Islands earlier today as a Category 3 storm after devastating Puerto Rico. Fox Weather's Nicole Valdez is in Puerto Rico. 80% of of the island is still in the dark. Nearly 800,000 remain without running water. We travel to some of the more rural communities, including the small town of Calle. It's home to about 43,000 people. The mayor there has been outspoken on how dire the need is for supplies and resources for his community that remains in tragic disarray. 
The storm is about 50 miles north of North Caicos Island with hurricane force winds extending up to 30 miles from the center. A man protesting a state funeral for former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe set himself on fire near the premier's office, according to Japanese television. The man was said to be unconscious and a police officer who came to his aid was also hurt. America is listening to Fox News. Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO, Showtime. How many streaming services are you paying for? If only there was a way to track and cancel subscriptions easily. Well, there is. Just download the Rocket Money app. Rocket Money organizes your subscriptions by due date and notifies you when something is coming up. From there, decide whether to keep it or cancel it with just a tap in the app. To find out more about Rocket Money, go to rocketmoney.com fox. That's rocketmoney.com slash fox. Or download the Rocket Money app from the Apple app or Google Play stores. Rocket Money, the money app that works for you. The sentencing phase trial of the admitted Parkland, Florida school shooter is still far from over. Judge Elizabeth Scher will not recuse herself from the ongoing death penalty sentencing trial of admitted Parkland gunman Nicholas Cruz. The defense wanted her to step down after an acrimonious argument on the record in court. You know what, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Judge, you're insulting me on the record in front of my client, and I believe that I should be able to... Okay, you can do that later. You can put, make your record later, but you've been insulting me the entire trial. Florida law requires a jury decide if a death penalty applies, even if a defendant pleads guilty. Prosecutors begin their rebuttal today. In Broward County, Florida, Eben Brown, Fox News. The Federal Trade Commission is investigating Amazon's $1.7 billion acquisition of iRobot. Both Amazon and iRobot said they would cooperate with the FTC review, which delays the completion of the deal. After the investigation, the FTC can challenge the merger, seek remedies, or do nothing, which it would allow the, would allow the deal to close. Shortly after the deal was announced in early August, groups calling for stricter antitrust regulations called on the FTC to to block the merger, arguing it furthered Amazon's dominance in the smart home market. There's a new way to work out on a Peloton. Peloton unveils its first ever rowing machine. The price tag just under 3200 for the row. The $44 monthly all-access membership is not included in the price, but it's also not necessary for using the rower, which features a swiveling 23-inch screen, a display which will offer real-time feedback for improving form and a foldable system. The company, which said last month it was cutting jobs, is facing challenges, including a buildup of inventory such as the bikes and treadmills, which were a hit during the pandemic when people worked from home. Fox is Lillian Wu. I'm Lisa Lacerra. This is Fox News. With gas prices at an all-time high, you're probably looking for ways to cut costs, like no more road trips, restaurants, movies. Basically, no more fun. But there's a better solution. Rocket Money helps rev up your finances so you're ready for whatever comes your way. The app tracks your spending and gives you real-time alerts so you never overdraft again. With the app, you can see all your subscriptions at a glance and cancel the ones you don't want in seconds. Rocket Money can lower your bills by up to 20%. No calls to customer service required. Plus, you can put your savings on autopilot so you can build up cash without ever having to think about it. Our users report that the Rocket Money app saved them more than $700 a year. With Rocket Money, you can get your finances headed in the right direction so you don't have to put the brakes on everything you love to do. To learn more, go to rocketmoney.com slash fox. That's rocketmoney.com slash fox. Or download the Rocket Money app from the Apple app or Google Play stores. 
Welcome back to Southern Liberty. Appreciate everybody hanging out for the first half. As always, appreciate everybody in the live chat this evening. Appreciate everybody in the good old Beehive State of Utah. Listen on public radio. Those of you in uh, South Florida, listen on public radio from Collier to Hendry to Dade. Uh, Palm Beach County on 1290 AM. Appreciate y'all also coming through this evening. We're talking about sanctuary. How the question I'm going to pose to Ms. Val is. How do we get sanctuary back? In this day and age. Well, I think, first of all, we have to get through the storm. And that requires, that requires tenacity. We have to find out the ways to take action for, for what works for us. And if we all do a little bit of something, something's going to shift and change. And, you know, we are the majority in this country. We're not the minority. The news media will convince you you're the minority. We're not. We are the majority. And we have to fight. We can't let this just roll over. You know, I was listening to someone last night, and I didn't quite know for a moment what I was listening to because he said, um, everybody that was vaccinated went into quarantine camps, and all of us that were not vaccinated were free. And I said, what a, what? He said, it was a dream I had. I thought to myself, I would love to have that dream. That was a really neat dream to have. It's like going into the twilight zone. But how do we get out of this? I mean, it really is, um, the, the education system. I think the real question is how do we deprogram the people? I mean, that were programmed because obviously if this started 100 years ago, people were programmed to think in a particular way, slowly but surely. But now we're on super high speed. We're rolling, we're rolling down the mountain fast. And we need to think faster. We need to act faster, faster than ever before. Because this is happening to us, to everybody. So the, the real question for me is, how do you deprogram these young people? Well, if they were programmed, they can be deprogrammed. I think one thing we all can remember is when we were teenagers and through the college years, hey, we could be taken for a ride easily. Our, our minds are very mm, open and adjustable. I think we can take at least a good deal of young people, pull them out of this garbage, force them into... Well, we used to say go join the military or a military school to, you know, kids that were hyperactive or whatever. But I think that we should not give up hope in our basic school systems 
and the college campuses. A lot of people are coming down on this stuff now. They're saying, don't send your kids to college anymore. They're, they're indoctrination camps. I think that's a great place to start. Take your young people and don't put them into that environment anymore. Tell them to get a job. Tell them to learn a trade. Have them do something they love and turn it into something they love doing instead of this constant, rigorous push to go to college. Now, I, I have to say for me, and this is personal, um, college was an endurance test. That's all it was. It taught me personally that I could do things I didn't know I could do. And that was the lesson I needed. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't go to college for any reason. But I think that this strong desire is part of the indoctrination that we've all grown up with. Got to go to college. Got to go to college. Gotta, you know, it, we had to go to college, you know, if you wanted to make something of yourself. And that's not true. That's the first deprogramming depro voice. It's not true. You don't have to go to college to be successful. It's up to mom and dad. It's up to some of the teachers that still have their heads screwed on to start turning this educational ship around. And if teachers that are teaching right now are miserable in their jobs, start a new school. Get a group of teachers together. Start a private school. Rent us a house and, and start it with six kids in a room. Start new schools. Start retraining these poor kids that have been indoctrinated at such an early age, unfortunately. And this can be done. We need to turn around the way we have been teaching our young people. That is how we turn the ship around from the ground up. No, you know, I'm wasting our time saying, oh, this one's full of It's not going to do us any good anymore. Right. And and we have to move forward now, yeah, because we're in it. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So with, with that portion, right, we, that, that, that's how we deal, right, with, with the present, right, and deal with the culture that's been cultivated, right? Some of us, right, folks like me, have to go back to the history of all of mm -hmm. this progressivism. We got to go back to the mm -hmm. history of all of it and be able to teach it to people so they could swallow it. Right. Because that's part of the education. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, because the people right. that are teaching have to understand what they are teaching. Right. And, and the, the steps mm -hmm. were taken to get here. Right. I mentioned Theodore Roosevelt. Right. The father of progressivism at the end of the show. Right. And his square yeah. deal. Right. What did his square deal do? One of the things it did was was impose more regulation and control over large corporations in the United States. Right. What else did the square deal do, right? It allowed the government to enter the public sector to regu also regulate these corporations. It also took land from states that were not maintained. Now, let's just take th th those few tenants, right? Because we have to understand, right? Uh, uh, Theodore Roosevelt's plan was conservation of natural resources. No, I don't think so. Good try on that. But anyway, Climate so 
Right. Right. So yeah. we, we go we go from Theodore Roosevelt. Right. To Taft. Right. That back the 16th and 17th Amendment. Right. We then we go from Taft to Wilson. This is where it gets ugly. Mm-hmm. Right. Wilson's yeah. new freedom plan. Right. Changed our education system forever. He instilled liberal arts into our education system. So now we know, right? We know that the United States government is the biggest corporation, right? They're the biggest corporation because now they're using their people to make money off of them. And now we're going to use that same money we're taking from the people and say, you got to go to college to be worth anything. Woodrow Wilson, New Freedom Plan, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Wilson leaves office after an indoctrination of many things, especially the one that slavery was a great thing for the Daughters of Confederacy, right? Because y'all know he was in, they, they were hand in hand, Daughters of Confederacy and Woodrow Wilson were hand in hand. Then we go to Franklin Roosevelt, which put the nail in the coffin, because oh, yeah. what he did with the New Deal was expand the square deal. He imposed more regulation on corporations, right, and, and big, huge manufacturers, gouged our natural resources, and sold them to other countries. Besides him siding with Nazis and all that stuff, that, that's neither here or there. <laughs> right. Right? That's neither here yeah, or there, right? right? And also... At the same time, allowed these big corporations to disenfranchise people of melanated skin. Just because. Just because. Public unions. Check out the New Deal on that, right? So now that we have that whole, that package of indoctrination being infused into our schools, right? Then we start getting these things like the Great Society Plan, right? Which which actually furthered poverty in, in melanated communities, right? We got the Philadelphia Plan from Nixon that didn't go as planned and they actually turned it on its head, Ford turned it on its head, right? And, and, and used it also to push more drugs into melanated and poor communities. Oh, we need a savior. Oh, Civil Rights Act mm-hmm. of 64, Wait a minute. That'll do it. Right? Wait a minute. We have we have basically sat right here and just went through almost a hundred years of history. And what did we get? Yeah. Everybody has the ability that will work and work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what what we got is the biggest corporation on the land. Yeah. Right? Infusing their doctrination and education for now everyone because they cannot be discriminated against. With under the premise, right? You got to go to college to be somebody. Yeah. Hmm. Once we, once people ex- understand that history, now they're able to teach. Okay, we have to break these chains one by one. Where, right? Where do we start? Right. Where do we understand how these unions have so much power? Right. The to, to control education, the NEA. Let's go back to the New Deal and talk about that. Right. Let's go back to the square deal and look at its implications with the public, with with the public and private unions. Right. Now we start getting our sanctuary back once people start understanding. Right. That 
this whole thing is really a farce and they're doing mm-hmm. it to continue to oppress and suppress the American people in which way they get. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Why do you think the federal government fights so hard to silence people through corporations? Right. Remember, they could they, the square deal set up the precedent for the government to create the regulatory state to control corporations. Right. Why do you think they go so hard through corporations to shut you down? Hmm. Well, now the New World Order wants to control every mm-hmm. country. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this is not now just the United States anymore. It's every single country. Mm-hmm. I, I heard last night in France now, I mean, you know, uh, Macron is saying, oh, let's just send all the migrants out into the open field. And, uh, you know, everybody's like, wait, wait a minute. What what the heck? I I don't think there's a country in the world right now who is not upset with this new world order, with people trying to control them and take away their spirits and their freedom and their liberty. I mean, people want freedom. It doesn't matter what kind. They just want to live, eat, practice their personal religion, they just want to live. And these corporations are not allowing this anymore. They want to control you. They want to control everyone in the world. Russia said, oh no, not having it. The CCP, they're all about not having it. They are the biggest slave country, the CCP. They have Slaves in camps, they have slaves producing the lithium batteries. Hello, liberals, for your, all your electric vehicles. Guess who's making them? Slaves. You know, I, talk about education. Every person in the world should just see what's going on right now. Everything they're all up and against in this country is what's happening in front of their faces everywhere. And every day, don't tell me you're angry about slavery in the 1600s because it's happening right now, everywhere. You're about to be a slave. We're all about to be slaves. This is crazy enough lunacy not to see what's in your face. Wait, Miss Val. Here's the thing, right? They see what's in their face. They're in complete denial. I mean... Let's look at our migrant crisis. I mean, how many, how many, yeah. how many people yeah. on the on the left has told us that? Well, we need people to pick produce, right? And, and again, yeah. and again, I say oh, this, I, yeah. and I say this to my 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 left leaning my left leaning peoples that say that. Remember, we fought a war over people mm-hmm. that picked agriculture in this country. Because we just wanted to bring them over so they could pick agriculture because, again, nobody wanted to pick it. Hmm? (laughs) I I mean, do these people not hear themselves? Yeah. The only difference is is that they're they're not rounding them up, right, and bringing them here. We're saying, you can come and we'll just relegate you to the agriculture fields. 
regardless if you got a trade or not, because you're not going to be able to perform your trade anyway because you need to get a license. You're not legal. So you're automatically relegated to the agriculture fields where we won't do e-verify to see if you're if you're right. truly allowed to be here or not. But these these leftists don't see it that way. And it's the same same exact thing. Same exact thing. You know what? They don't even they don't even see Rod that the the people are being specifically sent to red states to drown out the vote. Come on, people! This is all about voting and control. They're bringing in these illegals by the millions, and I hear in the next year it'll be up to 20 million people here illegally. Criminals, they're emptying out all their prisons, and when they start a war, they're going to have the bodies to fight the war. I mean, what we're seeing, keep us, yeah. what, we're, what we're seeing Go right ahead. now is no different mm-hmm. than what happened when the Hart Seller Act passed in 1965. We're, we're seeing anything, nothing different. We're, within two years of the Hart Seller Act being passed, we, we had surpassed 1.5 million immigrants or migrants into this country. But this is no different, right? Look at what happened with Ira Ira in 97 under Clinton, 98 under Clinton, right? And then the Lopez decision, they started coming, that just opened the floodgates further. Because, right, the Lopez decision... Right. Gave migrants limited 14th Amendment. That's it. That was nail on the coffin. Well, I think we got to tear the whole damn thing down. Oh, no doubt. And, and, I, and, and I believe that Trump was really on his way, just like JFK was on his way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin Luther King was on his way. And whoever they don't like, they kill. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yep. But the one thing that would bring us to a civil war in a heartbeat would be if something happens to, to President Trump. And, and, you know, I'm just like, he was, he was doing this interview with someone that said to him, well, what are you going to do if you're indicted and you get a, end up in prison? He said, well, no, forget prison. He says, if I'm indicted, I can still run for president. He said, but the people in this country are going to get very, very, very angry. And the guy tried to, you know, propel him. Well, what do you think they'll do? He said, they're just going to get very, very angry. You know, I think that this is part of the, the uh, communist plot here, is to yeah. come, down, come down on him so that we get so angry we can't control ourselves anymore. And then the chaos will ensue. And as I have stated, I think they're going to do something like that to put off our election. Yeah. I've been saying this for months. I mean, but, but, I mean look, look, they've had the test run for it for how many years? They've had the test yeah. run. Every time a scandal has come up, it has come up in Boom. January or August or September before an election. They have time to perfect how they do this. Well, don't you think that our side... Well, first of all, I've always been a believer that when Trump came into his presidency, 
he knew that a lot of this was going down and that a lot of this was happening. He knew about the, the child trafficking, the drug trafficking. Mm-hmm. He knew about a lot of world businesses, the island in the Bahamas. He knew a lot. It may have been worse than he assumed it would be, but I think he set up a lot of things through his presidency to be ready for what is coming down now. Yeah. And I, yeah. I mean, I don't know whether he let them win this ridiculous election or, well, I think he knew they were going to steal. They were going to, they were going to cheat and they're going to, they're going to try to cheat now. If we have another I mean, election, he, he said it. it that's he their, said they would. Yeah, yeah. They're just going to cheat. It's the only way they can win. Come on, get out there on the streets. Most people can't stand him. Most people can't stand this this uh, installed regime that we're living under. Everybody knows. But it's not so, Trump, and I hear it all the time on social media, right? I hear it all the time on social media. I, 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 I just, I, I'm grateful for Biden because he got rid of Trump, and I'm like, oh, and I hear it all the time. I'm like, what? Like, what kind of rational statement? And what kind of rational person makes a yeah. statement like that? Here's my favorite, Rod. My favorite is when a liberal woman says, "Oh, I won't vote for anybody who's not for." abortion. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. We're going to starve. We're going to have no food. We're going to have no power. We're going to be locked up in uh, slave camps. We're going to, oh, but you're worried about abortion? Now, how stupid does that sound? Exactly. Exactly. Really? Exactly. Holy. Yep. No place else to go with this. That's just dumb. That's just, you do not know how to think logically. Right. Wow. Yeah. Listen, when we talk about how how do we make the changes necessary, we have our new sanctuary at Southern Liberty, right? Yep. Our alternative radio is big, it's huge. Um, there are people out there fighting like dogs for a positive outcome at the end of the day, at the end, certainly, of this regime. We're being shoved down our throats right now. And uh, it's like Radio Free Europe, you know. It's, it's a World War II story we're in. It's a revolution we're in. Mm-hmm. We just have to stay focused. We have to stay till the end of the game. And sometimes on, on uh, satellite, I listen to Will Cow in the afternoon when I'm in the car, and he says, we win, they lose. We win, they lose. You almost have to say that to yourself every day because God wins. That's right. That's right. God wins. Faith wins. Right? Hands down. They right? lose. Every That's single it. time. Every single time. Every single time. Maybe not in the time we would like, which would be tomorrow. Right. But it will happen. It will happen. You just have to have faith. You just have to trust. Prayer works. I believe in prayer, whether you're religious or not. Prayer is energy. It is energy. All of us were born with energy. 
And we have the energy to propel a lot of positive things that happen in mm-hmm. this world. Right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Ms. Val, appreciate you as always. We got we to gotta do the thing because Roxanne flipped the light okay. on me. Okay. Um, I appreciate everybody coming okay. through this evening as always. Um, I love all you. Enjoy the rest of your week. Um, and, you know, stay, stay, stay in prayer. Stay in prayer for our country. If you pray, send your blessings. Because this dog fight is not going away anytime soon. Don't give up. Don't give up. Stay vigilant and harp on everything that you see you don't like. Until next time. Life, love, liberty, and happiness. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Southern Liberty Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.bpmg.us or leave a rating and review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from Roderick, you can follow him on social media at manofjustice007. Thanks again and we'll see you next time. Thank you.